2: Oilers
0: Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings.
1: Yeah, Digitex does
0: that. D I G I D E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It is 135 at Edmonton Royal Pizza. Pizza pasta and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 plus years. For a menu and a list, there are 14 Edmonton and area locations. Go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. The stopper recommendation is Mediterranean Chicken. Just before we get to a conversation that Brennan Escott had with Brad Lauer, let's go to our... Oilers now inbox. Uh, our text line is 7804960063. Get the new floors you've always wanted with Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue. It's open Monday uh, to Saturday. So here we go. Bob, this texture says Calgary can handle. Uh, injuries minus the goalie. Calgary just doesn't make mistakes. That's exactly how to win the cup. You don't meet a, uh, McDavid as we've all seen as much as he's fun to watch. We're not winning a cup unless the s- refs stop being mad or uh, stop, uh, unless the refs stop being wrong, says the Tex are obviously mad at the officials. Well, we'll see. I mean, Edmonton's got 14 wins in 19 games. Calgary's got 12 and 20, but the Flames have got five extra points from shootout, slash overtime losses. I think Calgary's got a good team. Um- in Edmonton, says Bob, is suggesting to perhaps solve the abysmal NHL officiating. Maybe if the referees had to face reporters after each game to answer questions, uh, they would call games properly. After all, players face questions after bad games to answer questions. Why not, referees? What are your thoughts? Slippery slope. Don't see it happen. I relayed this story to Reed Wilkins last night. I do remember Denny Morel going on with John Short back in the day. It wasn't good. It's uh just the way it is. Uh... Bob, since the NHL referees have trouble calling the game, they could have off-ice officials that can inform them of infractions as well. This game is obviously too fast uh, for the three blind mice. Well, there's four of them now. We should uh, establish that. Oilers GM says, Bob, Tippett, Dave Tippett has to separate Connor McDavid and Leon in Vegas. Nuge with Connor and Cassie and Hyman with dry settle. And yes, If he can always, if it doesn't work, he can always go back to the legendary duo. And again, those numbers, Hyman has Hasn't scored in seven, but I, I think most people like his game. He drives the net, uh, creates some collateral damage. He's a net front on the power play. Poliarvi hasn't scored in eight. Nijin Hopkins has got one in 19 this season. He's still at a point per game, He's on the number one power play in the league. And Yamamoto with four goals on the campaign. Um, Bob, human error is part of the game. It's that simple. Yes, it is. It's always a part of the game. Fair comment. So, again, you can keep texting us on the Ashley Fine Flores text line at seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. This text comes in saying, Bob, the Flames are a playoff team, but their stats are clearly in a bubble. Now that no one is going to be sleeping on them, other teams are going to dissect their game and expose them for some of their weaknesses. Their offense, for instance, isn't going to be firing like this for much longer. I do think that teams, I think they look past Calgary a bit, and they shouldn't. Because Calgary is a difficult team to play. They can suck the life out of you, but they do. Like, Markstrom's a good goalie. He's a top 10 goalie in the league. Last year, a 9.04 save percentage. Mike Smith was at 9.23 in Canada. Or maybe the Canadian teams kind of figured Markstrom out. I don't know. But I, I saw a bounce back coming. Bob, Connor should take a few more penalties by sticking a few guys in the face or in the. Well, we can't say where you just said to stick them. Uh, well, some would say you need to protect yourself out on the ice. It's a fair assessment. Some would say maybe you got to do that, um, Bob. I wish the NHL would do away with batman points. Calgary wouldn't be where they are. That one comes to us from AJ. Well, nothing's changing this year, so they are where they are. It's kind of that simple. Again, you can, um, uh, Bob. Calgary has lost three. Edmonton has lost five. See, well, no, Calgary hasn't lost three games. You're factually inaccurate. They've lost eight games. This is how numbers work, right? Calgary has lost three. Edmonton's lost five. Yeah, Calgary's lost three in regulation. Edmonton's lost five in regulation. But Calgary's lost eight games this year. Uh, The Texter adds two against very weak teams. Calgary looks like a team. No showboats. That's what the Texter's saying. I guess he's inferring the Oilers have showboats. I don't know. Oilers have a higher winning percentage than the Flames. When we come back, a guy who's got his team rolling, Derek Lacks, or uh, where did that come from? I don't know, Derek Lockstall's coaching with the Dallas Stars right now. Uh, we will hook up with uh, Brendan Escott, with Brad Lauer, when we return in orders now. Hi, This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. Thanks Ryan. It is currently 141 in Edmonton. Bob Stauffer uh, with the Edmonton Oilers in Arizona. A CBA mandated off day. The team will fly tomorrow and practice in Las Vegas. Brendan Escott will have tomorrow's show for you and today at 11.15 he found out he was interviewing Brad Lauer because we wanted to get him on. The head coach of the Edmonton Oil Kings needed to do a pre-tape. Our Oilers Now headliner today brought to you by Wilhawk beef jerky. It just might be the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhawk. W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. Without further ado, here's Brendan Escott in conversation with Oil Kings head coach Brad Lauer. Brad,
2: coming off of your sixth consecutive win uh, taking um, taking down Red Deer last night, uh, just give me a recap of the game, what you saw, what you liked. Yeah, you know, I think we,
1: you with know, the group, uh, I really like the our 5-5 five five game is coming around. I think that was one of the areas where uh, you know earlier on we weren't didn't seem connected as a group but um, this little run we're going on right now it just seems our five and five game is really connected and and our power plays uh, finding ways to score goals for us
2: what do you think is leading to this cohesiveness now what uh, what things are clicking together for you <laughs> No, I just think as a group,
1: guys are getting more comfortable with each other as the season goes along, and um, we're understanding our systems. I mean, I know we have a, a veteran-type team, but uh, we we've, we we've brought in a lot of new new veteran-type guys into our our team this year, and um, it takes time for the connections to, to get connected, I guess, and I think now we're seeing uh, the, the habits and the details that we work on a day-to-day in practice are or we're seeing them more consistent through the sixty minute game that we're playing and um you know it's a credit to our players uh for you know helping it we're guys have been here helping the guys the newer guys um with all this stuff but also just uh, buying into the systems and, and, and executing them.
2: So a couple of divisional wins here back-to-back, one over Calgary and then again over Red Deer 5-3 last night, a big one uh, ahead against Lethbridge, you know, all the game's meaningful for you right now, but again, six wins in a row, so now that you're starting to bank points and and piling things up uh, in a successful manner, leading to a time where it looks like you might start losing some guys to World Junior Camp, I mean, how important are wins right now?
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, obviously, uh, the month of December. Um, once the 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 eighth of December goes by, us, we'll probably be losing uh, four players right now. That way it looks possibly going to the World Juniors, whether it's Team Canada or or the Slovak team. Um, we're looking at losing four guys, I believe, right now. But right, uh, you right. We have to bank the points right now, and and you know, build up for those for those when we lose some key key guys, but. You know when we talk about losing guys and guys being injured or guys going to work it's just it's also opportunity for other guys to to take advantage of opportunity and you know that's one thing we've been talking about here now for a couple of weeks is understanding the the chances we're getting and, and take advantage of them and uh, again, with, with a couple guys leaving, it opens the doors for guys to, uh, to help out and, and, and get more ice time and get more opportunity in different situations.
2: And uh, time right now for them to be sort of drinking it in and learning and fulfilling different roles in anticipation of that. Let's talk about some of the names as we chat with head coach of the Edmonton Oil Kings, Brad Lauer, some of the names that uh, may likely to be called upon by the national countries, and, and that is Jake Neighbors out of the gate. How important has he been for you guys uh, in getting him him back and what kind of impact does he had on the roster you know what we'd see on the ice but also just who he is to the team
0: yeah, I, I think when,
1: when you talk about Jake, I think it's just the character of who he is on and off the ice. I think the qualities he brings as an individual, as a person, first and foremost is how he how he conducts himself off the ice and how he treats people, and, and, and uh, you know, away from the rink and and his teammates, and then you know, the character that he has uh, in the community and, and the way, he, like I said, the way he carries them. But then, then you have Jake, the hockey player that. Um, you know, he brings, he's, he's ready to go every night. He brings what he brings, everything he can, um, you know, night in, night out, uh, to, to the team and for the and for the team, um, you know, that's the type of guy that he is. He's, he's team first, um, you know, he's, he takes it upon himself to, to help guys and, and making sure we're all, all the players are, are in and, and he just does a lot of, a lot of stuff, um, you know that helps coaches and the organization for the team
2: to be successful. What about uh, Dylan Gunther's season to date? You saw him get drafted uh, by the Arizona Coyotes. He's up to 24 points now, 11 goals in 20 games. What have you seen from him? Uh
1: yeah, I think, you know, with Dylan, he had, a, you know, coming back from camp again with with some guys, it, they handle a little bit differently. I think he had a little bit of a slow start, you know, the first three or four games. Um, and maybe not putting up the points that we thought he was going to do, but it's just a transition period that some guys go through coming from the NHL training camps, a successful camp at that, and then coming back to, to junior hockey. Took him a little bit of time, but um, you know, right now he's he's the Dylan Gunther that we know. He's the guy that can change a game in a shift, and he's a guy that can score score big goals for us. And um, we're starting to see see him, um, you know, contribute to to that side of the game now. Um, But not only that, we moved him to center ice, and he's really uh, embraced that that position and. And it took him some time to, you know, get the feel for his, for Center Ice, but you know in the way he's playing now, he's he's more he's every game we play he's more and more comfortable with that position.
2: Uh, a couple more here for Brad Lauer, head coach of the Edmonton Oil Kings. Your goaltender, Sebastian Kosa, obviously, after mm. going in the first round, playing the bulk of the minutes this year ahead of uh, Colby Colby Hay. And, uh, you know, to the tune of a 2.19 goals against average, living up to expectations, no doubt. I, I, I wonder what that kind of safety blanket on your back end means to the team and, and its confidence when you, when you roll out there each and every night.
1: Well, he does. He does bring that confidence for the group, for sure. Just the way, obviously, the way he's capable of playing. And, you know, uh, when he's on his game, he's extremely good. I mean, he's one of the best goalies in the country, I believe. And, uh, you know, he's really he's really growing his game, uh, you know, to the professional part of uh, being prepared and getting ready for games and, you know, take care of himself in the gym, on and off the ice, and doing the little things that gives him the, the success that he gets. Um, you know, he's one of those guys that, you know, he us out for the mistakes we've you know, we break down he's there for us and um, you know, he's a he's he's a big part of the reason why we've we've had the success we've had early on. And, you know, we have got to play him lots. Our, our schedule has been very friendly, user friendly for us to use him quite a bit of games and um, you know, we've we've taken advantage of that and and uh you know when he's not in, he has been very good for us. But uh Sebastian's been, been a tremendous uh you know tremendous guy to have there for us when do things do break down.
2: I wonder what you can say about having so many players that have either been drafted high into the NHL or gone to pro camp and that sort of thing and just what that does to the maturity level of a dressing room to, you know, understanding the dedication that it takes to win versus, you know, not having the luxury. It's just when you go up and down your roster, Brad, this year in particular, you know, your top five team in the country, there's a lot of those examples. And I wonder, you know, as far as what the, the benefits to the room, it might be an obvious thing to to touch on, but from a coach's perspective,
1: yeah, no, I, I think it's it, you know one as a coach, you take pride in. It. I think it's it's great because it's it's your organization that you work for. It's it's uh, you know it's your team that you've been able to to kind of mold, um, not just in my way but our, our staff's way, um, the way we've been able to to do things here. And then you look at the players that are, are buying into what we want to do and and then when they buy in, you see the success that the team has, and then with the team success becomes the individual success, and, you know, now we're seeing that after three years, and we're seeing the, the, the individual success because of the team and, and guys going to training camps, guys being drafted. Um, you know, it's a credit to, to the guys that we have in our locker room uh, that been here before, you know, last couple of years, and the guys that are here now that, um, you know, that, it is an opportunity for them if they want to move their career on, that there's opportunity for them, you know, playing in this organization, that they'll have a chance to do it if, you know, we're prepared to do the right things. And, you know, it's, it's great to see kids, kids get their opportunity. It's, it's a thing that a lot of kids dream about, and it's, it's nice to see guys come back from training camps and just see how excited they are about, you know, being in dress rooms or certain pro guys they look up to. And it's kind of neat to listen to them talk, and it brings great energy to our room.
2: And I got one more for the head coach of the Edmonton Oil Kings, Brad Lauer, joining us on Oilers Now this afternoon, and that is six of seven games at home. Uh, the game on Friday night will break up that run, three and then three. For you as a coach, I wonder about the you know, weighing distractions versus having the comforts, the the, the creature comforts, if you will, of, of being at home so frequently. Is it nice to hop out on the road and sort of break up that long stretch of games? Otherwise, it would have been.
1: It, it it is. I I believe as a, as a coach, it's great to get your team out on the road and get get together and hang out together for, you know, just uh, again, you just get to know 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 each other a little bit more, a little bit better. You like you say, you don't have the comforts of your own bed, so You it's something you got to adjust and get used to. But I think it brings the group uh, together more, tighter more, um, as opposed to playing a lot, bunch of games at home. It just brings you back to. Um, to that togetherness, because you're, you're together for you know 24 hours a day, all, all the time, and and I think it just helps your team bond and and gets getting more of a, uh, build more of a team uh, type concept.
2: Always appreciate the time and the insights, Brad. Good luck tomorrow night against Lethbridge. Great, thank you.
0: And Scott Brad was our orders now headliner today for Will Hawk Beef Jerky Bob Stoffer joining you old school here down in Arizona. We're gonna to go to List Day in Oilers history for New West Travel. Looking for a great oil's roadie, you can fly nonstop to Nashville with Flair Airs to watch the orders play for only seventeen hundred and fifty bucks. Call New West Travel. Go online at newwesttravel.com. This was a significant date in Oilers history back in the early nineteen
2: nineties. Here's Brendan. Yeah, Edmonton coach Ted Green was fired after After coaching the Oilers to a 3-18-3 record, the worst start in team history. Glenn Sather, the president and GM of the Oilers, replaced Green as coach. Team went 22-27-11 the remainder of the season.
0: Was a good man, no question about it. God rest his soul. This day in Oilers history, brought to you by New West Travel. Looking for a great road trip, fly nonstop to Nashville with flare airs. You'll see the Oilers play the uh, Predators for only seventeen hundred and fifty bucks. So four nights hotel, the flight. It is a uh, uh, basically it's a charter that you're going to be a part of. You can call New West Travel or go online at newwesttravel.com. Reed Wilkins has inside sports night from six to eight. What's you got, Jacob? Brendan.
2: Yeah, sounds like it's a fluid show for right now.
0: There you have it. Tomorrow, as the Edmonton Orders will be flying from Arizona into Vegas and practicing in Vegas, uh, Brendan S. Scott will have orders Now for you. And for mid-city construction, Elliot Friedman. And for the horses and horse race in Alberta, Sportsnet's Mark Spector will be two of the guests on tomorrow's edition of Orders Now. Up next, the global news weather traffic update with Kevin Robertson followed by Rob Rickendroof from 2 to 3 today. And then the 6.30, afternoons from 3 to 6. Read at you at 6 tonight. So long, everybody, from Oilers. Now. Oilers Now with
2: Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 6 30 Chad.